Welcome to the Oval Office Tips. Greetings, listeners. It is I, the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. This week I'm a little cranky that your president said I have a phobia of Robert E. Lee. Whatever, dude. My only phobia is of fat orange men with bad comb-overs. Oh, also, spiders. I hate spiders. I've been rolling in my grave since Election Day 2016, and that's why I'm excited to partner with Calm, the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. It was even named Apple's 2017 App of the Year. Calm gives you the tools to live a happier, healthier, and more mindful life. For a limited time, Oval Office Tapes listeners can get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash tapes. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash tapes. What you are about to hear are audio tapes recorded at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue during the presidency of Donald J. Trump and acquired exclusively for use in this program. In tonight's episode, we bring you selections from the week of the 15th of October, 2018. With only three weeks to go before the midterm elections, President Trump finds himself embroiled in the controversy over Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's apparent assassination of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi. The president calls his one-time lover Stormy Daniels horseface on Twitter. Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren combats her presidential nickname Pocahontas by releasing a DNA test to prove her Native American ancestry. First Lady Melania Trump faces a backlash after telling ABC News she is the most bullied person in the world. And Donald Trump Jr. hits the campaign trail to support GOP candidates. But that is the news. This is the story. President Trump has a knack for crafting taunting nicknames that stick. Among his most successful is the racially insensitive Pocahontas for potential 2020 Democratic candidate, Senator Elizabeth Warren. During the 2016 campaign, Trump charged that Warren falsely claimed Native American heritage and last summer he offered to give a charitable million dollars in her name if she took an ancestry test. This week, Senator Warren calls his bluff and releases a DNA test that she claims proves her family history. Is it time for the president to pay up? Hello? President Trump, this is Senator Warren. I'm not calling collect. I'm calling to collect. Pocahontas? What is this? Crooked Hillary never called me until she conceded. Are you giving up on 2020 already? My name is Senator Warren, Mr. President. Fine, goofy Senator Warren. How can I not help you? Can we please have a civil conversation? All right, all right. I feel like King Kong from all the winning I've been doing lately, but I hear you. I'm calling because I took the DNA test you bet I wouldn't take. 
and a famous geneticist concluded that my DNA contains Native American ancestry. Time to pay up. A famous geneticist? That's your idea of branding? Geneticists aren't famous. My point has to do with the results, not the nature of celebrity. Say that he graduated first in his Ivy League class, or that he's one of the most brilliant people you've ever met, or even that he has a giant brain, but famous geneticist. I'm sorry, it's just pathetic. Can we please stay on track? What does this bogus test say? What percentage of you is Indian? While the vast majority of my ancestry is European, the results say that there's strong evidence of Native American heritage six to ten generations ago. What is that, like one one-thousandth? All the raping and pillaging the Europeans did when they landed here, the average American is probably twice as Indian as that. Well, to be exact, it's somewhere between 164th and 1,024th. Whatever it is, it still counts, Mr. President. How much do you suck at this? Why not make up better numbers? This is what you paid your famous geneticist for? You couldn't get him to say 130th? Even that would be pathetic, but it's still better than 1,000th. That's how you play this game, you ding-dong. What I'm trying to explain, Mr. President, is that you promised that you'd donate a million dollars to a charity of my choice if I proved my heritage with a DNA test. I'm asking you to be a man of your word and write a check to the National Indigenous Women's Research Center. Is that even a thing? Listen, those weren't the rules, okay? I said I'd donate the million dollars if I gave you the DNA test myself. I'm not arguing with you over semantics. Well, what are you doing, huh? It's so obvious this ridiculous DNA test is all about you running against me in 2020. Can't you see you being way over your head with your quivering voice and your silly insults? And now you've given me one one-thousandth. It must be my birthday. Please run, I beg of you. Please. I've made no such announcement. I wish you could see me rolling my fucking eyes. Mr. President, may I remind you you're speaking to a sitting senator of the United States? I could give a shit. I see right through you. This whole stunt, it's designed for one purpose only, to try to eliminate your nickname, Pocahontas. What? You know you need to overcome the nickname to have a chance against me in 2020. But you can. No, it was a successful effort to stand up to your racist attacks. Here's my official response to that. Hardy, har, har. Here's some advice that's worth a lot more than a million dollars. When I call you Pocahontas, it feels right to people. It defines you because it gets to the fundamental essence of who you are. A phony, posturing fraud. You're wrong. You're wrong about everything. Oh, isn't that a sharp-witted comeback? I think I heard two transgender lesbians in Vermont applaud for that one. Pocahontas. Just another body buried by Trump in a pauper's grave next to low-energy Jeb, little Marco, Lion Ted, and the saddest of them all, crooked Hillary Clinton. Mr. President? Did you see what I just did to horse-face Stormy Daniels? Did you catch that one? Now who's going to pay to see her striptease if every time she wags her tits, they're thinking about a horse face? Sir, I can tell you have no intention of being true to your word and donating the money you promised. You're just... No, I won't resort to name-calling like you. Come on. Just give it a try. When they go low, we go high. That's Michelle Obama's line. You didn't even make that up. I will not stoop to your level. Don't you want to be president? Pocahontas, 
Are you there? You shut up denying Donald. <laughs> People love that I deny everything. It shows that I'm strong. Try again. I I'm not just going to do whatever you say. In debt, Donald. Play to the pocket protector crowd. Always a great idea. Next. Well, I'm not doing this all night. Trump shack. What the hell? You know, like the opposite of a tower. Trump tower, Trump shack. <laughs> Never mind. Are you done? I guess I am, Mr. President. Mr. President. Now that's more like it. Veteran Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, a Saudi national living in the United States, disappeared two weeks ago while on a visit to Istanbul, sparking international outrage. Evidence is mounting that Khashoggi has been brutally murdered by operatives working for Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. The Saudis, however, deny their involvement, and that seems to be good enough for President Trump. Needing a credible explanation for his willingness to believe the crown prince, Trump calls on the most reliable source he knows, right-wing internet talk show host and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Uh, yeah? Alex, what the hell are you doing? Jiu-Jitsu, Taekwondo, Muay Thai, New World Empire. Jesus, Alex, you're going to wear out your internal body clock before you turn 60. Not a chance, Mr. President. I'm only 44. That can't be true. You look like an overboiled potato with two tiny little arms sticking out of it. Yeah. It's not about what's on the outside. It's about the inside. Got to keep the heart rate up to keep the globalists at bay. What about those male vitality supplements you sell on InfoWars? You're not actually using that crap, are you, Mr. President? Should I not be? No, you shouldn't, unless you're a rodent interested in increasing your rodent libido. That's about the only demographic that the lab tests show actually benefiting from this stuff. See, this is what I've always admired about you, my friend. You could sell a bottle of water to a drowning man, which is kind of the reason why I'm calling. What can I do for you? I need your advice on how to handle this, uh, situation with the Saudis murdering this Khashoggi guy in Turkey. Fake news! Yeah, I made that clear. But the truth is, they slaughtered this guy. A journalist, no less. Even I think it's too much. Flew 15 operatives over to Turkey and gutted him like a flounder. And any more, I can tell you that the crown prince ordered it. The guy's even more of a lunatic than I am, and he's flaunting it in the world's face. Isn't he your new best friend? Not just mine. Jared's, the Trump organizations, the whole fucking government is in deep with this asswipe. We're all up to our eyeballs in financial ties to the kingdom. I've personally been raking it in from these animals since the 1990s. Our friends in Riyadh need me to help provide them with cover. Why you? The prince didn't expect the blowback to be this severe. I guess he saw me getting away with everything short of murder, so he figured he'd take the next logical step. Jared said to blame it on rogue killers, but nobody's buying that line of crap. Well, aren't the Saudis about to come out and say they didn't mean to kill the guy anyway? I mean, it was just an interrogation gone wrong. So they just happened to bring an autopsy expert and a bone saw along with them to their interrogation gone wrong? Why don't you just say it's made up, staged by the same liberals who staged the so-called mass shooting of the elementary schoolers in Sandy Hook in order to destabilize your Middle East peace plan. Done and Done. That's one soggy-brained idea, Alex. This is your president calling. Time to hep to attention. Work a little harder. All right, all right. Look, people these days want to believe all kinds of wacky shit. 
right? The so-called experts have been proven to be nothing but a bunch of frauds, cucks, and Mexicans. And there's more reliable information on the internet than you can find in any library. You don't think I already know that? How the hell do you think I got elected president in the first place? Yeah, but the birther thing, the global warming hoax, your supposed success in business, that's all small ball stuff. You have to think big. I'll give you an example. Did you know that the world is flat? I've always thought that it might be, but I could never prove it. See, that's exactly what the mainstream media wants you to think. They want you to cower in fear of calling a spade a spade. See, I went up in an air balloon just a couple of weeks ago, and I can tell you with 100% certainty, the planet Earth is as flat as a pancake. That's proof enough for me. Exactly. Our job is to get people to believe the truth that only we are willing to tell them. And once they buy into our reality, then it's just a few short steps to total mental submission. You've got me convinced, and I'm the highest IQ president in history. Don't tell anyone about it yet. They'll just say you're crazy. But maybe after your re-election... My lips are sealed. So, back to the Saudis. Try this one on for size. You ever met a trustworthy Turk? Why do you ask? Didn't this supposed assassination go down in Istanbul? And isn't it the Turkish government that's saying it was murder? Wasn't the camera footage and audio that so-called proves it in the hands of the Turks? Well, I am asking you a simple question, and I am stating it as plainly as I can. Have you ever met a trustworthy Turk? President Erdogan has said some very nice things about me. Nice, perhaps. But, I mean, would you let him hold your wallet if you were taking a swim? Everyone knows that guy's a monster with that mustache. So unattractive. Bingo! Everyone knows you can never trust a Turk or a guy with a mustache. And a Turk with a mustache? Well, don't even get me started. This supposed murder of this so-called journalist is nothing but a hoax by mustache-wearing Turks. Done and done. I hadn't thought about it that way before. It's actually terrible what they're doing to this Saudi prince. MBS, they call him. Jared loves this guy. Jared Kushner, no mustache. MBS, no mustache. And neither of them a Turk. You provide cover for your prince. You say it was rogue killers and that the Turks can't be trusted. The ones you need to believe you will take care of the rest. Oh, thanks, Alex. I feel much better. You think you feel good now? Try some of my male virility supplements. You will not believe how incredible you'll feel. Presidents get 20% off if they buy a case. Really? Would I lie to you? Hey, can someone order me a case of Alex Jones masculinity pills? Hey, it's me, the backbone of the Republican Party. You're probably wondering where I've been, why I left you. I know we had some good times, but you've changed. You broke my heart. And now I hear you want me back, but baby, I've moved on. I'm with someone now who gives me the supportive comfort I deserve. I'm with Casper now. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles my natural geometry in all the right places. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that sized box. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash oval and using oval at checkout.
That's $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash oval and using O-V-A-L at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Melania Trump is one of the most private first ladies in modern history. She seems to have struck a silent rebellion against her husband by courting his foes and wearing outfits with coded messages. However, during her recent solo trip to Africa, she broke her silence by extolling her unwavering support of President Trump to ABC News. And she claimed she was the most bullied person in the world. What happened to cause Melania to change her tune? The Oval Office Tapes has uncovered a private conversation between Melania Trump and the president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, that unravels the mystery. Melania? Melania? Rudy? What are you doing in my private suite? Did you drink too much and get lost again? Oh, it's, it's like a maze in here. The exit is that way. No, no, no. This time, I am right where I mean to be. Can I come in? I'm very busy today. So much to plan for my trip to Africa. I'm here on behalf of your husband. Very official business. Fine. Come in then. Erica, drain my bath and get me a smoothie. Of course, ma'am. Rudy, would you like anything? Eh, I'm not a smoothie guy. I'm asking if you'd like a drink. Oh, I shouldn't. It's 10 a.m. If you don't want one, that's fine. Twist my arm, why don't you? I'll have a scotch on the rocks, light on the rocks, on second thought, neat, but a generous pour. Just bring him the bottle. Thank you, sweetheart. Right away. Rudy, what are you doing here? Oh, well, it's been nearly two years since you've been Flotus, and my client, your husband, very much values the work you do. In particular, how you look while you're doing it. Can you please get to whatever your point is? Well, Melania, your contract with Donald J. Trump is up. We're very much interested in extending the deal to renegotiate the terms. Now, if it was up to me, we would rip this whole thing up, and you'd be liable for any further damages to the president's reputation. Damages? After the embarrassment you put him through with your clothing antics and the suggestion that you hate his guts, not to mention the withholding of your very attractive wifely attributes. I forget. Was I the one who slept with porn stars? I mean, if you're claiming damages now... Let me finish. Your husband who is a very reasonable man, is willing to put all this ugliness behind him. That is, as long as you show us you can be better behaved. And how would I do that? you got to cut out the rebellion. I mean, no more pretending to be a prisoner, an independent woman, calling Michelle Obama, liking LeBron James. That's not good for us, Melania. And what do you prefer? You need to act more like you belong to Trump and also more like you were a victim. I am a victim, Rudy. I have a very difficult life. Your smoothie, ma'am, and a bottle of scotch. Thank, Thank you. you. No, no, no. A victim of the left. Like your husband. You see the way he beats up on everyone, but still claims he's the injured party? I mean, we need you to tell the world that you are the most bullied woman on earth. We need you to take all the anger you have towards your husband and channel it into hatred of Democrats. How much? How much hatred? You can never have enough. No, you silly little man. How much money? What's the new deal worth? Oh, Melania, are you really going to make this about money? You think I stay married to this man for free? Please. Okay. All right. I expected this. I'm going to pass you a number. Now, this would be for the next two years. Option to renew for a second presidential term belongs to us exclusively, with bonuses, of course. But this is as high as we're going to go. Not a penny more. Ha! 
huh? Add a zero and maybe I think about it. Maybe double after that. Melania, be reasonable. Your husband is not nearly as rich as he says he is. You know that. Then maybe I should call a lawyer or a book publisher. And maybe you go away and reconsider the offer. <laughs> I think you're a little confused about who has the power here, Melania. You didn't exist until Mr. Trump plucked you out of obscurity. The only asset of value you brought to the marriage is your looks, and those have depreciated over time. You should be grateful that you aren't slinging wings at Hooters in Kissimmee, Florida. How is it that a man as disgusting as you can become more and more disgusting with each passing hour? Now let me tell you why you are the one who is confused. I was trophy wife to D-list reality star, and I was paid handsomely for that foul job. Plus, my parents got citizenship with no waiting time. But now, I am first lady of the United States of America. I have great power. If I swat away his hand, it makes international news. What if I were to do something worse than that? What if I were to suddenly grow a conscience? Perhaps tell certain people things that I know, things that maybe even you don't know. Because you know so little, you disgusting, tiny men. If you weren't my friend's wife, I'd be so turned on right now. You know you are totally turned on. You wish you could help me, but you can't. You never will. <sighs> I believe I can persuade my client to add a zero to our initial offer. And then to double? I believe I can persuade him to double. Very good. But only... Only? Only if my client will be welcomed back into your bedroom whenever he wants. Non-negotiable. That is not going to happen. What, just the weekends? No. One night a month. Final offer. No. Fine, but you're going to do an interview on ABC while you're in Africa. And we're talking 2011 birther conspiracy, Melania. The whole deal. <sighs> Fine. I'll be a good girl. And we don't want any surprise outfits when you're over there. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to dress up like a sexy version of that bad guy in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wasn't he a Nazi sympathizer? He was? I'll get something else. Huh. You know what? Don't. This could really work for us. This week, the New Yorker magazine released an in-depth article about the Trump Organization's communications with a Russian bank during the months leading up to the 2016 election. What does this say about Trump and collusion? How does it connect with the Trump Tower meeting in June of 2016, in which Donald Trump Jr., Jared Kushner, and Trump's campaign manager met with a Kremlin-connected lawyer after being promised incriminating information about Hillary Clinton? In this taped conversation between the president, his daughter Ivanka, and his son Don Jr., we get some answers. Political campaigns are all about how you finish... Dad, have you read this New Yorker piece about Alpha Bank? Of course. I read the New Yorker every week, cover to cover. You do? Maybe. Well, it's all about the back channel with Russia that was set up during the campaign. It talks about how this giant Russian bank was regularly contacting the Trump Organization's online domain in the summer leading up to the election. Who cares? Fox hasn't mentioned it. I've been watching all day. But it's out there now. People know about the back channel. There was no back channel. Absolutely no collusion. That I can tell you. Daddy, it's me. They don't know who we were talking to during the campaign or what was said. 
Do they? No, but the article says that the only reasonable explanation for the back channel is that the servers were enabling secret communication between us and the Russians. And if the New Yorker knows about this, then you know who does too. CNN fucking Acosta. No, Mueller. Whose idea was this? Who in the Trump organization was dumb enough to set up a communication system so basic it could be discovered in this way? Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, hey, Don. Uh, good to see you. So, Dad, you know how I'm hitting the campaign trail next week? I've been working on my stump speech. I'm gonna hit hard on the whole liberals are acting like a bunch of brown shirts, thugs roaming the street thing. You know, like they're the Nazis and we're the Jews. Get it? Am I a Trump or what, my papa? It's almost as good as my hashtag he too campaign. Get the mouth breathers in the middle of the country storming to the polls. Don, can I ask you about something else? I gotta go. See you later, Don. What is it, Dad? You're a moron. That's what it is. Dad, I... Apparently, someone set up a Bush League fucking back channel with the Russians that everyone has found out about. That someone wouldn't happen to be you, would it? Um, I mean, whoa... This sounds almost as stupid as that dumb fucking email you wrote before the Trump Tower meeting during the campaign. I know that meeting didn't work out the way we wanted it to, but my plan was a good one. Ask Putin. He knows how much they ended up helping. I can't believe you're my son. I was just trying to help. So you decided to set up your brilliant little back channel and then invite some Russians over to my building for a chat about going after Hillary? We needed their help. We were 15 points behind. You break the law and then you leave evidence. Now you just might destroy my presidency and send yourself to jail because you were trying to help. Except that you have the power of the pardon. Which I will use at my own discretion. I don't want to go to jail. You sound just like my brother. No, I don't. Exactly like Freddy, with the whining and the boozing and the women and the mooching. Just a total loser. You'll probably die just like him, drunk. Dad, that's not fair. Do you know what's going to happen if you get indicted? Do you even know? The whole world will be laughing at Trump. Dad, I'm sorry. Didn't you realize they were setting us up? All you do is embarrass this entire family. Ow! You told me to do it. You said it was okay. Everybody heard you say it. I'm the highest IQ president in the history of this country, okay? You think I'm dumb enough? That's not what I'm saying. That's right. Cry all you want, you little pussy. Go ahead, cry. I hate you. That's nice. Now please get out of my face. No, I want to help. Help? Then prove to me you're not the idiot that everyone says you are. Get people to vote Republican in the midterms. We're three weeks out. The conservatives love me. You sure they don't love me? and just like you because you're my son. They like that I'm a hunter. They like- Fine, go out there, talk about the woodsy bullshit you used to do when you were a kid in Slovenia. It's Czechoslovakia, dad. Mom's from Czechoslovakia. Melania's from Slovenia. Whatever, same thing. This conversation is now over. I'm gonna prove it to you. You do need me. Get the fuck out of my face. Thank you for joining us for the Oval Office Tapes, a behind-the-scenes look at the presidency of Donald J. Trump. We'll return next time with more tapes from the Oval Office. Blumhouse Television and Cutler Productions present the Oval Office Tapes, performed by Mary Birdsong, Chris Cox, Quentin Flynn, Brendan McKay, Danielle Morrow, and Jeff Rector. Our show is written by Scott Conroy, R.J. Cutler, Mike Schneider, and Leslie Hollingsworth. 
Trevor Smith is our producer. The Oval Office Tapes is directed by RJ Cutler. Our show is recorded and edited by Julian Nicholson and Eric Sifuentes and designed and mixed by Glenn Ferguson at the Invisible Studios, West Hollywood. Our casting directors are Meg Mormon and Sunday Bowling. Tess Ryan is our writer's assistant. Production support is provided by Chloe Sanders, Alexandria Nichols, and James Gelberg. Al Wickers keeps us honest. Our theme music is Connection by King Tough. This podcast is distributed by Cadence 13. Our executive producers are Jason Blum, Scott Conroy, and RJ Cutler. The Oval Office Tapes is created by RJ Cutler. Check out our website, ovalofficetapes.com. We're also on Twitter and other social media at Oval Office Tapes. Thanks for listening to the Oval Office Tapes. I, Abraham Lincoln, am back. Now I hear the president has put a painting in the Oval Office of the two of us hanging out drinking diet colas with a bunch of other presidents. Please, I need that like I need a hole in the head. Thank God there's calm.com slash tapes, the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. That's calm.com slash tapes. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash tapes.